Justice Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. At the wall. Caught by Tapia. Boy, I thought that was gone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 50, the Nifty 50 episode of the PA Turnpod. On today's episode, we have a jam-packed episode. We have the NBA play-ins. What already happened was to come for tomorrow, Friday's game. And then our first round of the NBA playoffs is set. We'll also take a look at the MLB opening week and as well as the Phillies' recent struggles. Just like every other Philly sports team, it feels like. Then we'll do our four-minute scramble, our wins and L's, and the return of our top 10 list where we will rank our top 10 current Philly athletes and much more. But first, let's take a quick pause to hear Rob and I talk about our sponsors over at Anchor. everybody welcome to episode number 50 of the pa turn pod joined as always by joel i am rob how are you today i'm doing better now the first what 13 hours of this day sucked 13 you mean 23 well i slept for most of it oh okay so they, <laughs> they don't count yeah they don't count actually that was probably the most relaxing part of my day when i was asleep <laughs> everything else has just been a train it's usually the best part now. of the day until now, we're sitting here doing the podcast, and we are, what, what time is it? 11.14 p.m. Eastern, we're like a little, little under 45 minutes away, if my math is correct, for Pirtle. Let's go. I'm ready. How about you, very, sir? Very excited for that. Did you? Did we play it today? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Did Let we, me check real quick. Who was Pirtle today? Don't say it out loud. Jesus, she probably already played. Don't do it. Oh, that's right. It was Killian Hayes. That was today. Yeah, so, so we did play. Oh, yeah. yeah, it feels like two days. Oh ago. yeah, the one that the one piston that I had no idea it existed. Yeah, the one piston I got and you guys didn't. We got all the pistons but him. And yes, we have the producer in the studio, <laughs> but she's not paying no mind. <laughs> yeah, that was uh the the more the further we go, the more like bench warming players we're gonna get, and the less fun it's going to become. Actually, the more fun it might become because it's it's less fun when it's like Mom, LeBron James. There's a hot take. <laughs> no, you're always welcome to share your opinions. Yeah. I mean, she's live on the podcast. <laughs> she doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> um, I'm but, doing all right. But answer your it is fun, though. It is fun, though, because uh, it's a great game. the one OKC guy that no one on this planet oh, that probably guy, got. I don't even remember who it was. Aleski something. Oh, Pokashevsky? Yeah, he was yeah. fun. There was another one, wasn't there? There was a guy with a hyphenated name. I think so, yeah. I don't know what his name was. But you, you're doing well, though? Yeah. Got home, what, an hour ago or so. Got done work at 9, so. Leading oh. into a day off, we're taking the, uh, taking the dogs to the vet. And then, uh, uh, and then I'll be working again. Oh, man. I'm a little behind the, the script here for the, our, our listeners. Prior to uh, Rob hopping on the Zoom, he did say in text, what a day, I need a beer. I'm coming in a few seconds, right, to get on the podcast. As he's, I'm waiting for him to get on. I'm talking to myself, thinking, "What's the over/under one and a half beers that he he'll already have drink 
before he gets on the podcast. First thing I see when he gets on screen, he's already drinking his Miller Lite. Ask him the question, how many beers are we in? Three. Number three. So if you smash it over, ladies and gentlemen, you are just rolling in the dough. This is uh, this is the Bryce Harper right here, the three hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Bryce Harper, I mean, the struggles, man. The fighting. I don't know about fighting. They're going down without Floundering, a Floundering, if anything. Well, they've always struggled against the Marlins, so... That's the one team that's like their Achilles heel. I don't understand it. They, they, the Mets struggle with them too. Makes no sense. Good teams always struggle against the Marlins. It, you would think if the if the Marlins were this good against the Phillies and like the Mets, that they would just be a perennial playoff team. But apparently, they just can't beat anybody else. Didn't the Marlins steal like a victory in their first in the first series of the season? I um, guess it was the Brewers. I want to say that's a good question. I don't. I forget who they play. That's how forgettable they are. The, the, I know they I, won. I was like surprised because I lost a, a ticket because of them. I was listening to the audio at work today because I, I get bored sometimes if there's no like if the sports talk on the radio, especially at nighttime, is really lousy because I don't yeah. like the nighttime host. So I just put the audio on for the Marlins game. The announcers were insistent the entire time that the the place was packed, and then I <laughs> I get home and I look at some of the pictures and some of the highlights. There's like nobody in that ballpark. Really, packed to them is like two or three people per section. But dude. The outside of that stadium is a spaceship, as I mentioned when I came yeah, back from Miami. It's like it. it craziness. Um, well, let's just skip the NBA for now. Let's just stick here with baseball. Um, Ugh. Yeah. yeah Ugh, we get, we'll, get the, we'll get the bad out of the way first. Yeah, right. Um, what do you want? You want to start local or do you want to go world? Like, yeah, let's start. League? Let's start local so we can get the happy ending with Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> the Phillies. So they beat, they 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 got the the luck of the draw. With when the schedule came out was that they were going to face the Astros in the first week, and then obviously when the lockout occurred mm-hmm. and everything got pushed back a little bit, that first series got moved to the back end of the schedule. So they actually got you know basically an expend an extended spring training, getting to place the um, the Oakland Athletics the first game of the season and the first series of the season, and in all. In all honesty, I know that they t- they took two or three at home. They should have beat them all three games. Mm-hmm. First game of the series, they looked very good. They were never out. They never were not in control of that game. Uh, Schwarber let it off with a home run in the first inning. Then they tacked on a bunch of runs. Stott knocked in some. I think Fearling had a sack fly. And Nola looked very good until he didn't. And Give a bomb. Another problem with Joe Girardi that I've always had is that when Nola looks like he's on the ropes, Girardi tries to stick it out with him, and it never works. Never does. And he gave up a three-run home run to Seth Brown, which put the athletics right back in it. And that, luckily, the bullpen held on. They looked pretty good. And then the Saturday game, I missed most of it. But it sounds like Gibson was just dominant. I think he had 10 strikeouts. And the, the A's have like a triple-A roster as it is. So they couldn't <laughs> really hit him. And then Sunday, they they squandered that one. But it, if you if you take two or three of every home series, you're probably a playoff team anyway. So that's fine. True. But uh, this team is a stacked lineup. I mean, of course, it's all personalities. Everyone's gelling together their first year together with uh, Nick Cassiano, Schwarber, Harper, Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, JT. Look at that. That's a, That alone right there is murderer's row for any pitcher. D.D. Gregorius, whatever you can get out of him. Yep. Um, Alec Bohm that we'll touch on soon. Uh, Veerling, who I think is getting, what, the starting center? Yeah, so the um so I mean this team there's no reason for them not to score more than at least 2 to 3 runs. They only gave up 
They only scored up one on that Sunday game against the A's. And right there, I was like, jokingly, of course, said, forget the season, get rid of them, just wash this team completely, keep Schwarber, keep Harper, everybody else is gone. It's over, including Girardi. But uh, yeah, one run is unacceptable. And that one run came on a solo home run, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was a Sakura home run. And he went he went deep on back to back days, which is you know he's not a big power guy, but for him to go back to back on you know or go deep on two consecutive days is wild. But they didn't even like you know manufacture that run. Yeah, it just kind of happened out of nowhere, and they were already out of that game anyway. Wasn't it four nothing? Yeah, it was four nothing, and then obviously he came in with the four one. But yeah, they they were struggling. I don't know what happened. And this is the Oakland Athletics West Coast traveling to the East Coast. They're uh, their third starting pitcher. It's not even their ace. And you're practically shut out of that entire game. I forget who went for them. I know the opening day was uh, Frankie Montas, and then Cole Irvin went the second game, former Philly. Uh, usually former Phillies kill the Phillies, but luckily for them, they uh, they hit him pretty hard. Hoskins and Segura both hit home runs. Yeah. Third game was Dalton Jeffries, who I don't know who that is, but uh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to say that a lot about this year's um, – Athletics team. Eflin didn't pitch poorly though. He had four innings. You know, he didn't go deep, but he's coming off that knee the knee problem anyway. Yeah. Two hits, three strikeouts, two walks. I mean, sixty-eight. But he pitched fine. Like, you can't blame him for that loss. The bullpen blew up. Bailey Falter is terrible. And they, they, the the problem. One of my friends actually texted me this earlier. Mm-hmm. They keep you know DFAing these terrible relievers and then replacing them with terrible relievers. <laughs> so they're not really doing anything to fix the problem. They're pitching these guys that are terrible. And then when they get rid of them, they just put their replacement on the roster and pitch for three innings a week. So I mean, I, I mean, they need they need help in the bullpen. I know. Well, I'm already thinking trade deadline. Who can you can pick up already? Like, yeah, uh, team, yeah, luckily, unacceptable. Luckily, that's the one thing you can usually find is relief pitching. Yeah. So I mean, it's tough to find starters. It's tough to find you know infielders that can help you. But outfielders are always available. And relievers are always out there and generally pretty cheap. You could probably go out and get somebody who's having, you know, a good season and get them on a cheap. So And a quality bat to bolster the bench. Doesn't have to be a starting player, you know, you can have someone yeah. to, for the bench. DH yeah, with, especially. With the new landscape of baseball, the bench is less important. Really? Well now that the D H is, you know, universal. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But at the same time you still need them. Hmm. Um well I noted here, <clears throat> excuse me. I noted here that the Phillies outscored the A's in the first two games, thirteen to seven. It's the A's, whatever. Since then, they've been outscored by the A's, Mets, and you can include the the one game against the Marlins right now. Yeah. In five games, they've been outscored fifteen to twenty three. This offense has just been putrid. They lost tonight, three to four Thursday night against the Marlins, the last place Marlins in that division. Uh, as you albeit, know here, yeah, albeit they faced Sandy Alcantara, who always kills true. the Phillies, and he's a very good pitcher. True, and just like uh, you noted on Twitter, death, taxes, and losing to the Marlins—it's just inevitable. They have never taken two of three from the Marlins. It feels like my entire life, I've never seen them take two out of three against the Marlins in a big series. The, two years ago, when they finished the COVID year, and they were like what two games out of the division or two yeah. games out of the second division spot with the, I think the Marlins took. Marlins swept them in a five-game series, I'm pretty sure, in uh, September. If not, they beat them four out of five. But I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't terrible. Uh, bet against them. They have never beaten the Marlins. I think that's a lock. 
Next next series, I'm just gonna put Marlins as the money. You might as well take them tomorrow. I th- who's pitching tomorrow? It's uh, oh, I'm taking them tomorrow. Regardless. Gibson today said so. Eflin and uh, probably Lazardo, maybe. Oh Jesus! You may as well take them now. Marlins, uh, Phillies are favorites now. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna put twenty right there. Eflin and Pablo Lopez. You can might as well not to take it to the bank. Um, the well only spend your winnings already. <laughs> yeah, right. The only notable thing of like glimpse of hope in the last five games so far was the comeback win against the Mets at home. Um, as you noted, it was a big comeback. Um, I didn't get a, um, fortunately I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was at work. I also was. <sighs> I worked open to close on Monday, so I missed pretty much the entire, well, got out just in time, but I missed almost the entire game. But like, I didn't even know what the score was. I just knew it was a comeback. <laughs> I knew they and were I losing. Like, I was like, oh, they should have won this game too. What the heck happened? I get but, notifications from Yahoo for every every th- so after the end of the third inning, they're six the and nine. Six, they, yeah, gotcha. so I, I got the oh they're down two nothing, they're down five nothing. Oh, no. I got in the car just as Hoskins was about to bat in the seventh or eighth or whatever inning it was. That's when they broke it open. Yeah, so it was he and Gregorius. Nice of him to have bounce back. I think he's very important this season. Him and Bohm are two very big X factors that I think. Might be the most important like role players on this team outside of like Segura and some of the relievers. Segura has been pretty good so far. Yeah. Been consistent. He's uh, been himself. Yeah. I wonder uh, how it'll be when Herrera gets back in the lineup. Looks like this team desperately needs something. They, they pretty much have to play him now. I know everybody hates him, and you know for you know good reason, whatever. But yeah, it, I mean Matt Veerling hasn't had a hit yet this season. He's got an O sixty five on-base percentage. Him and Simone Muziati have done nothing at the plate. And I get that with the nine... Like, honestly, in the nine spot, I'd rather just have a pitcher right now than have Veerling and Muziati. You might have it a... Sucks that, it sucks that Moniak got hurt right at the end of spring because he yeah. was crushing the ball. And I guarantee he'll come back and be terrible. Oh, yeah, of course. Coming off a hand injury especially. So Where it's a shame he? what happened. Because he would have been the opening day starter with Montes, the right-hander on the mound. Really? He would have been the left-handed bat in center field. He probably would have gone two for three. <laughs> probably. Well, the next time he gets back in the lineup, maybe we can uh, do another prediction because last time we were here, we made several predictions and they all came to fruition. So, yeah, we did very well last time. Yeah. Um, some good, some bad. Um, you yeah. know, we, we predicted the Schwarbaum. We predicted, uh, you know, them breaking it open, scoring three runs between the seventh and the eighth. Seth Brown home run. We Nola is susceptible if, to the to the, to home the long run. ball. We we also <laughs> predicted if someone passes away, Nick Castellanos will hit his first home run as a Philly. Not Didn't happen day it, one, but, uh, but... Yeah, not to make light of it. But Dwayne Haskins died. Rest Castellanos was a lock to go deep that day. So oh, man, a lot of things that we've said, and and we I were both say, wrong on the score. I think we had four two and like eight four or whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't. We weren't close, but I mean. I'll take my four two and just move it to the third game, even though it wasn't exact. <laughs> I knew they would just lose this game, and somehow. then just flip the winner and the loser, and you'll be fine. Yeah, right. That too. <laughs> we have the right to revise history on this podcast, of course. Um, just Which like, is why I'm changing my side. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who are you changing your side? And else, who? Wait, you I had actually Jacob Degrom. Know. Yeah, I had Degrom. I didn't realize he was going to be out to like the All Star break. Jeez. He's still oh, like fifth. Latest? Yeah, he's still like oh. fifth in the odds. He's not pitch. He's not going to throw it all for another like four weeks. Isn't there a minimum though? Like, shouldn't you be able to play more than half the season? I mean, they gave it to Corbin Burns last year, and he had like a hundred fewer outs recorded than Zach Wheeler. And like, well, that's because the they have it fit. out for Zach Wheeler. So that they have it out for count. Philly in general. That's it. Um, I, another 
Embiid, MVP, not getting the yeah. an MVP. So they have it out for Philly sports. I'm looking at FanDuel right now. It's a good thing I took the under in the Yankee game. It's 3 nothing in the eighth. Um, so Scherzer is currently the favorite, and it's actually the odds are pretty long. Um, 700. Mm. So, it, wow, where is DeGrom? DeGrom's plus 3,000. Um, yeah, it's going to be Walker Bueller since I can revise history now. <laughs> Might as well take him. He's not going to win it, so I'm, I'm just going to take the L anyway. But DeGrom wasn't going to either. Yeah. And how about your uh, AL MVP? Do you want to yeah. redo so that it was, one as well? it was initially Rafael Devers. And I and think happened? after hearing all the things people are saying about him right now, and considering the trade talks, or not the trade talks, the contract negotiations that have gone on, and how well he's begun the season, I'm going to go Aaron Judge for MVP. Really? I, I just think it's his year. He's got the huge contract looming. He turned down a, a $250 million contract from the Yankees. They're killing him on sports radio over there. <laughs> telling him, oh, he's not that good. He can't stay healthy. He's not a Yankee for doing he don't, that. He don't like pizza. Um, he don't like pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Judge to win MVP. I actually have a little investment on that. Yeah, slam the gavel. See, that was a sports joke pun. Yeah. But This um, is uh, not currently on the rundown, but where do you think he plays next year? Who? Aaron Judge, because I don't think it'll be New York, and he's a free agent, really? and they can't figure it out. Yeah, they can't come to terms on it. I think they offered him eight years, like 230 or something like that, and he, he turned it down. Anthony Rizzo, even in the middle of an interview, said, like, yeah, there's no loyalty. You may as well go get your money. Where are you going now? Really? I wonder where he goes. I say he still they figure out a way to bring him back as a Yankee. Yeah, you think so? Now, now if I had the field. I have a weird one. I would, I would have him go west. You think so? Yeah. And I mean, the, the Dodgers now. <laughs> yeah, well, God. Jesus God. I don't know where they would put him. He'd have to become like a relief pitcher. Or Do something. you There's put him with the Angels? So I thought maybe the Angels because they sign everybody and then they suck. So he would go out there and hit 220 with like 48 home runs and like they would lose 95 games. The weird team that I thought of that may be just getting ready to go on the upswing at the time of his free agency is the Cubs. Mm. And I feel like he would hate playing in Wrigley, especially because New York's not that, not the best. Well, it's a, it's probably the best hitters park in the world, but it's freezing yeah. cold there right now. That and right it's freezing field. cold there in the off season and the postseason. I mean, and Wrigley's not exactly a great hitters park. I get it's it. Windy shit. It's very, it's very windy, which I don't know if you saw the video, but the, uh, the Mariners had three pop-ups on the infield drop today when they played the white Sox in Chicago <laughs> with the 50 mile an hour winds. Oh, but I God. thought maybe the Cubs, and if not the Cubs, the Twins. Then I, I truly have no idea. The Twins, him and Correa would be interesting. Um, Tigers feel like a good one because no. again, it's freezing cold there, but they're on the upswing. Miggy's still in the league. Yeah, I would love to see him on a on a real team. Yeah, God, he's so loyal though. I would have been left. I mean, screw up. Make him a shortstop. Put him on the Phillies. Hey, I'll take him. We'll play. Go with the defense optional lineup. Um. I say Angels. Angels would be cool. It would be cool. Just that's imagine. Just, that's because we want that Angels to actually live up to yeah. that potential. We just want to see them be good. And Shohei and Mike Trout in the playoffs, give me that. Trout's there for another 13 years. I wonder how, how many times he makes the playoffs. You know, he's only been in one playoff series. And that's at uh, Lincoln Financial Field? Oh, did I say uh, that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that was the year they lost to the Orioles. And oh then God. the Orioles lost to the Royals. Weird, weird playoff bracket that year. Do you see him going to the NL? Judge? 
Yeah, and then we'll just so move he, on. He's way more athletic than people realize. Like he's a big cat, and he obviously hits bombs, but he can play the outfield pretty well. He's got a good arm. He's got good range in the outfield. He's playing center field a bit. Mm-hmm. Granted, mostly because Hicks is terrible and Gardner's gone, but he can play center in a pinch. You can't put him out there every day, but I think he can play in an NL park. I wonder if the Giants maybe take a run at him. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? No, the Giants would be nice. Would they be willing to spend? It's a good question. Um, oh, the Mets. I thought them too, but I don't know where they put them. Holy shit. Because they have Canna. Who was the Marte. most hated person? <laughs> yeah, they already can't find a place to play J.D. Davis. I, I don't know where they would even put him. They would easily become the most hateable team. But, I mean, Cohen's got the money anyway. He might as well do it. It's interesting, though. It is interesting yeah. to see where Aaron Judge does land. I think still he'll become a Yankee. They'll figure out a way. They know that they're yeah. both like, you know, hand in hand with each other. They're probably like, the favorites in the clubhouse right now to keep him. I think, but it's still as soon as you hit that market, it's weird with stars because the second you hit that market, you realize the grass maybe well you you perceive that the grass may be greener elsewhere, and even if it isn't, most guys will leave. And I think if they haven't been able to come to terms yet. He put a hard deadline on negotiations. He's going to play the season without negotiating. Allegedly, anyway. If he gets hurt and he's on the 15-day IL or whatever, or 10-day IL, then maybe he'll change his idea, his mind. But I think he he's going to get paid someplace. And it's terrifying because you don't want to pay for somebody's 30s. You want to pay for their 20s instead. Yeah, for sure. Which is why Harper and Truck got those massive deals and why Jason Hayward got paid early in his career. I'm looking at the standings currently right now. Do you see him in Colorado? No, I thought about that. That would be a cool novelty. Him, Chris Bryant. Have him hit 700-foot home runs in that altitude. <laughs> but they're not winning anything anytime soon. So They're 4-1 right now, baby. Let's go. Yeah, Let's we'll go. see if that's sustainable. Um, uh, let's look at the current standings at the, at the moment. And I did pose the question, will this top and bottom of each division – basically stand and you've already said that that won't be sustainable for the Rockies yeah. but some of these are not some of them are so let's I just stay in the NL West might be NL West we've got the Rockies four and one I don't and I don't know the current standings because I didn't know the slate of games of today but I have them in front of me if you need them all right so the Rockies are they four and one at the moment mm-hmm. so the Rockies are four and one leading the clubhouse in the division excuse me Diamondbacks two and four do you see that being the end of the season Diamondbacks uh, in the basement, Rockies at top. Uh, Diamondbacks in the basement by far. It'll be interesting in the top of that division because San Diego, if Tatis gets back and mm-hmm. they're still competitive by the time he comes back, they don't have to make up too much ground. I think the Giants and the Dodgers are both there to stay. Now, the question with the Dodgers, though, is what is going to happen with Trevor Bauer and what are you going to get from that rotation? Because right now you have Bueller, you have Kershaw, and then you have guys. like you, Arias is still on that team. Gonsolin is getting starts for them. Andrew Heaney is getting starts. I mean, I'm not exactly blown away by that rotation. Heaney is just like a – he doesn't miss bats anymore. And, I mean, Freeman, I think there's a lot of pressure on Freeman. And I think, generally speaking, he's going to underwhelm in his first year. And I welcome that. But there's too (laughs) much talent on that team not to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. And he he doesn't have to be the main guy, even though he is basically paid as the main guy. There's like seven main guys. My friend uh, Joe just texted me that Chapman's bloating. And then he followed up by saying live pod updates. (laughs) (laughs) Front of the show, partner Joe. Um, The NL Central, 
we have the Cardinals, I believe now three and two. I think they did lose their game today. Um Cardinals three and two, three and one, whatever. At the top of that division, Reds bottom. Yes, so the Cubs and the Cards are tied at three and two at the top of that division. Cincinnati's two and four. Cincy and Pittsburgh are gonna be fighting it out for the top pick in the draft next year. <laughs> uh Pittsburgh is terrible and Cincinnati has no interest in winning. Yeah, right. I think they're doing a Sam Hinkie. I think we both had Milwaukee winning that division, but I really yeah. do think Chicago is a team. That, oh, wow, they're pulling Chapman. How often do you see a closer get pulled? Very rarely, unless... Almost never, right? Unless you basically blow the game already, yeah, well, yeah, then you, you just take them out. Just walked in a run with the bases loaded. <laughs> New Yorkers are trying to hear it. Top of the ninth inning, no outs, and they're up 3-1. They're pulling Chapman. How about that? Give me Vladdy to just bomb one right out into right field, into the ethos. Uh, the NL East, the Mets five and two. Phillies are three and four. Marlins two and four. Do you see that sustaining, or do you think the Braves will just just move to the top and just claim the spot? Yeah, I, th- I still think it's the Braves' division until somebody um, you know beats them. The Mets have not been able to sustain success over a full quarter, the course of a full season. I also don't think Miami's the worst team. I think Washington is way worse than Miami, and the run differential so far also reflects that. Miami's a minus six, and Washington's a minus nineteen. I agree. So, Washington—they just don't have enough pitching. I mean, the, the lineup is pretty good. Um, they have Cesar Hernandez. They have Juan Soto. Nelson Cruz is just going to hit until he's fifty. Yeah, um, basically. That team, that their lineup is good. It's just the problem is they have no pitching for that team at all. All right, we'll stay on the coast. We'll go to the AL East, and currently the Blue Jays are four and two. Could be five and two by the end of this segment as they're threatening it. Yeah, you never know. Right now. This is going to work. Uh, Orioles, I think it's a consensus. They're probably the worst team in baseball. One and five. I would say so. Um, do you think the Blue Jays stay up here, or is it just basically a two to three man horse race or four actually i mean it's really a four team race but i think toronto's a year ahead of schedule right now mm-hmm. i still think toronto next year is when they pounce i think they're going to go out and sign a big free agent next offseason and that'll be what puts them into the you know the mix judge will be cool but he's not he's, he, he can't play in, he can't play in canada right now so it doesn't matter oh he's not vaxxed yeah um i think they'll sign a big pitcher probably move the team to albany yeah <laughs> put him back in buffalo um yeah, right I, I think it'll Florida. Be, I think I have the Yankees going to the World Series, so I have to stand yeah, by that. Yeah. So I think Yankees, Dodgers would be good for the sport, bad for the rest of us. But yeah, right. I, I still think New York figures it out. They have so much talent in the minor leagues that if they need a third baseman, they need a center fielder, they need a starting pitcher, they need a reliever, they're going to go get whatever they need at the deadline. And they realize the clock is ticking on Judge and, you know, the clock is ticking on Gallo. Donaldson's not getting any younger. LeMay yeah. is a free agent. He's also not very happy, it seems, right now. Although his body language is never good. Yeah. Cole has been terrible this year. Dude. So the clock is ticking on that team to figure it out. And I think they are going to – they don't figure it out. They're going to do what every team does. They're going to fire the manager and then keep everybody else. Stay and then good. they're going to do the exact same thing next year. Do you think Gary Cole is suffering the, uh, the Brad Lidge syndrome? Where Brad Lidge was great and then Albert Pujols just sends one to Pluto? And he just basically never recovered until he became a Philly and just wanted for us. I think it's a combination of the way he got bombed in the playoff game last year mm-hmm. and also Spider Tech being banned because he was a big. What's Spider Tech? Spider Tech. Oh, Spider Tech is what pitchers just used to cheat. 
So wait, it, hold it's up. This, it's this very sticky substance that pitchers would use. It wasn't really cheating, it was just to get it like a grip on the ball. And a lot of pitchers were better when it was legal. Mm-hmm. MLB cracked down last year. They got rid of the quote unquote sticky stuff. Is um, it in the glove? So they would put on the they would usually put on their forearm or on Oh, the that's what that was. That yeah. when it's, they would check it would like, be shiny. Yeah, it's usually rosin and like sunscreen or sweat. They would use it just to get a um Yeah, an advantage. Like, an advantage. And Cole, after that happened, actually, ironically, his new teammate Josh Donaldson came out and said, Well, now Cole's not gonna be any good because he can't cheat anymore. <laughs> so he was one of the guys that a lot of people thought was gonna suck because they got rid of the spider tag. And I wonder if he's, and that's also probably why arnola has been sucking in the last couple of years, because yeah, Ramuto came out and said something about pitchers using it, but there was a report that Arnola took used it too. So, who knows? I think Cole is definitely suffering from that because it's a big adjustment. Anytime you change anything, these pitchers are so anal that the it, second you change anything, it's just yeah, they're like creature. Well, baseball players in yeah. general are creatures of habit. Yeah. But do you think also that he just got paid? You know, you got the big contract, yeah. you got the whole pressure being a yankee all this stuff you're the ace it could be a, a bunch of things but i wouldn't put it past it that it could be yeah. the the spider tech thing and it really is just him and nobody else in that rotation severino they're hoping can become decent and cortez he was great tonight yeah he, he's been very he was he was pretty good on saturday last week too i mean you never know what'll happen with him and you know he just come, it was his first start in three years when he came back the other day so oh shoot he's a wild card and speaking of wild card, he got pulled the first inning of the wild card game one time. So he is a little bit of like a uh, he can blow up in your face. So uh, I don't know. We'll keep an eye on them. Yeah. Um, AL East Central, excuse me. Uh, we have a two way tie for top and bottom. <laughs> Guardians and White Sox, four and two. Tigers and Twins sharing the basement. Who will ultimately come on top, and who will ultimately be the basement? And so that's a weird division. It is. Because I think you can go, you can make an argument for three different teams to win it. You could argue Chicago, you could argue, can't, uh, I'm sorry, not Kansas City, Detroit, or you could argue, argue Minnesota. I thought Kansas City would be terrible this year. I mm-hmm. think I'm wrong because their their lineup looks pretty good. Cleveland has surprised. I, I'm actually pleasantly surprised that they held on to Jose Ramirez. And if I'm not mistaken, they have the highest uh, run differential in the entire league right now. Yeah, they're plus 23, which is the best in the majors. So, I mean, maybe their offense is going to carry them. That Quan kid, the two-hitter, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's – I forget what his name is. Stephen Quan, I think is his name. He didn't swing and miss until, like, yesterday. Like, he, he went, like, five games without swinging and missing at all. He was really? hit, he's hitting, like, 600 right now. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> he's been on a hot streak now. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's it. So, they have an interesting lineup, Cleveland does. I like Cleveland. They, they lose Lindor, and they, like, maybe got better. That's the thing that when you lose a a big player, you, you automatically assume the team is already gonna suck. But they do find a way to get better, and it's like a business decision that went right. I mean, the Braves, Matt Olson's been pretty good. Um, the AL West, yes, AL West, right? Yep. Astros four and two, Rangers one and four. Our Angels are somewhere in the middle. Who you got? Uh, the Astros still feel like a really safe pick for that Save division. That. Although I like the, I like the Angels. I just worry about their rotation. Man, what an organization! From the NL, they were always like the threat to get in the playoffs. Always killed up Phillies' dreams at the end of the season with Beltron, and then they moved to the AL and they're world beaters. What's going on here? 
Well, they cheated for four well, years, so I mean that makes sense. <laughs> well, but they assuming they, they don't cheat no more. Perfect example of a team that sucked long enough that they got four consecutive top five picks, and you know Altuve hit, Correa hit, Bregman hit. They had Springer for a while. Hey man, Sam Hankey, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, teams are following suit. All right, uh, let's switch over to the NBA. Uh, the play-ins have already started. We had four, two games? No, four games already played. Uh, four games so far. We have two remaining. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then at the time of recording, it'll be tomorrow. By the time you listen, guys, it'll be today, tonight, whenever you listen to this, Friday. Um, you have two games, and they're battling for the eighth seed, I believe. Yep. Um, thoughts on, were you shocked at any of the results? Uh, shocked from one standpoint, not 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 by who won, by how much. More, more in the fashion that they won. I mean, the Nets beat the crap out of it. The, well, they, they were up big for most of the game, and they got close at the end. You know, Atlanta beat the crap out of Charlotte. Minnesota I mean, was very shit. good, and then New Orleans just—it felt like they were blowing San Antonio out. I know it wasn't really a blowout, but none of these games felt close except for the Minnesota one. Oh, the Minnesota and, and, one was probably the greatest game of all time. It never felt like Brooklyn was going to lose that game. It never felt like Charlotte had a chance. I mean, San Antonio never posed a threat in the first place. And, I mean, congratulations to Minnesota for winning the championship, evidently, because Patrick Beverly (laughs) basically just went full J.R. Smith at the end of that game. Almost Kevin Garnett. It was weird that that, that they were that wide of a margin in the points for both teams. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, I'm more stunned of how... Badly, Atlanta destroyed the Hornets. Like it felt like this wasn't even supposed to be. I thought that would be more competitive. Same, but I feel like, and I noted here, the Hawks. It seems like when it's playoff time, they wake up. They all of a sudden they can yeah. turn it on. They can turn the switch. Starting five, were sensational. Bogdanovich has become the sixth man on that team now, and he was great off the bench. And from that, when you have six players that can just basically score at will. And Trey Young is hot, basically, and can dish it and score as well. It's tough to beat this Atlanta team, especially at home. I believe they were at home. Yeah. And Charlotte, young team, under the bright lights, and they unraveled a little bit. I mean, LaMelo and Rozier, who has playoff experience with the Celtics, I believe, yep. stood up 47 points, but Bridges was not so great. And then I believe he got ejected for some reason. Then yeah, he got a second. Fan. He had a second technical. And then uh, the one fan was being a jerk off in the first row. Yeah. I mean, these fans, they think they're pretentious with their front row tickets. Untouchable, but I would love to see Michael just land one. Yeah, it it seems like Trey Young has turned into a big game guy. Like, anytime the lights are bright, he's actually been pretty good. It's Um, unfortunate that the the Knicks aren't in the playoffs. I would have loved to see him I was going to say that the only time I remember him losing a big game was Christmas against the Knicks when they they got torn to shreds that game. Did he even play that game? Um, you know, you might be right. Maybe I don't uh, remember. I don't think he played. He, if he didn't play, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't think he played, honestly. But they were it, all happy it, that he didn't play. Is he the number one villain in the league right now? I mean, outside of maybe Durant and no. Kyrie. Who do you think is the biggest villain in the entire league? Is it Gobert for stopping the world a couple years ago? <laughs> I think we've forgiven Gobert right now. <laughs> I would really, say I guess LeBron perennial. Think, yeah, he's just always going to be the biggest. LeBron, maybe AD. Think about how Lakers. many people hate Trey Young though. Anybody that watched him in college, I think it's anybody 
in college and, and from the New York area. And from Nick the northeast fans. part of the country because he beat the Sixers too. Well, that's because we had somebody on our team who just relentlessly passed the ball. What is it with Aussies? Him. It's something about the Australians. They just never take their shots. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> Good one. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, it, who else is a bigger villain than he is? I mean, Draymond, everybody everybody dislikes him, but I think over time, he, people, are, oh, people are starting to like Draymond more. Oh Yeah, I love yeah Durant, I guess Durant, I'm still not thrilled about when he left his his Thunder and went and played for the uh, the Warriors. But, yeah, that was kind of eh, but... But it's still kind of cool to see him on Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. It's I think I think that's a cool landing spot for him. It's a good way for him to rebuild his image. He needs a championship more than anybody, I think. You think? I mean, outside of, you know, me, I need to see the Sixers walking down Broad Street. <laughs> but I think Durant needs – he needs to win one without Curry and Clay and Draymond more than anybody else in the entire league. And Kyrie needs to win without LeBron. So, yeah, Brooklyn, both... Brooklyn has the most to play for. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. And maybe even Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix, I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit too. But Phoenix feels like, you know, if they don't win this year, Chris Paul's not getting any younger. And Booker's coming up on another – if he hasn't already gotten one, he's getting a big contract and – Bridges has not missed a game in his career. He's coming up on a big contract. How much does Jay Crowder have left? Aiton's coming up on a contract too. So they have Cam Johnson, the young kid out there. Yeah, I mean, been, took a step forward. Cameron Payne. Like, how, how much are you really going to get out of these like nobody bench players too? They're going to find a contract somewhere else. Yeah, and then someone on Monty Williams' staff might leave too. So you got to yeah. seize the opportunity. But that's with every team almost in the playoffs, especially our team. The Sixers, you gotta, we gotta, op, we gotta maximize Embiid's health and how crazy he's been playing this season. And it's not great that James Harden's just been absolutely uh, poo poo today. Uh, well, this season, it's okay because today he announced he's ready to play ball. Oh man! So they're all as well. He's me. not gonna go two for fifteen anymore. Did you see what Jalen Rose said about him? No. His shooting performances look like concert dates: four fifteen, four seventeen, four ten. Uh, <laughs> I love Jalen Rose. That was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't see it because I'm blocked, so I can't. I don't know. Oh, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I think the only shocking one was how badly uh, Charlotte lost to Atlanta. Everything else, I wasn't shocked. I did see that Minnesota and LA was going to be the closest game out of the four line yeah. four game lineup. I thought the Brooklyn Cleveland game had a chance to be close. In my heart, I would love to see that young Cleveland team come up and just stop the hype train that is Brooklyn. That would have yeah. been a great story. Absolutely. But Kevin Durant is healthy. Kyrie Irving is playing now. It just felt like now they are yeah. clicking on all cylinders. It, it just felt like it's... As long as win. those two are healthy, I think it's it's going to be really tough to beat them. I was surprised, and we'll get to it in a moment, they're not favored in that series against Boston. They're not. Which is a little surprising to me. Yeah. They're just idiots. Vegas knows something we don't. Yeah, what do they know that we don't? But, I mean, they're going to get one wrong eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Seth Curry had no points. Oh, yeah, it's the first of two games. Uh, there was a four-on-four, four actually, on the court because two players, on one on each, <laughs> on each <laughs> team didn't Danny play. Green was on both teams that night. <laughs> Isaac Okoro. I can't believe Okoro was one of the guys they were talking about getting for number 25 at one point. Thank God we didn't get him. I would have been living. Isaac Okoro. Yeah. I would have been led. Uh, I mean, who who has taken a leap? I mean, you can argue Maxi, you can argue Morant, but who's taken a leap as big as Darius Garland did this year? 
I mean, he's, he seems like he almost looks like, I think I said it a long, a long time ago, if you squint, he kind of looks like Dame. <laughs> I think you can win a championship if he's one of your two best players. Like he's that good of a player. I mean, the, there were talks to bring Garland over here. I would have welcomed um, that in a heartbeat. Sign, sign me up. Where's the concession? It's, it's a shame that Karis LeVert can't stay healthy because he would make that team like a, a million times more fun. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And Jared Allen, I believe he was. Yeah, he's, to be been, found. he's been banged up lately too. Yeah, unfortunate. Not one of the nicest guys in the league. I like him a lot. I think he's a good player, and it's cool to see Kevin Love. They like love him there. And Love was pretty good, but he he was good, wasn't he? He had the most bench points, I think, for either team. Yeah, but he can only do so much off the bench. Yeah. And I don't know. He just felt talk weird. about a perfect fit for the Sixers next year. Shit. Bring him in off the bench. Oh my god. Well, maybe if Doc is still here, he might just leave him on the bench as a coach. Well, he's old enough that Doc would play him that's true. 40 minutes a night, probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they would have they, they could have Giannis on the bench, but because Kevin Love's older, he would play him more. Yeah, right. Um, How about, um, what would you call it, Patrick Beverly? <laughs> what a menace to society out there. Pat Beverly, you think he just like won the presidency the way he acted? <laughs> no, I, I'm fine with the way they acted after that game. They won. That city cares. It's been a while since they were in the playoffs. I think the last year. Was Relevant, actually. 2018 when they had Butler, I guess. But um, no, I, I, what did you make of that? Did you did you like the little, we just won the seventh seed championship celebration? I loved it. I mean, I it, it mattered. Cool. It's good for, yeah, it mattered to them. That's all. That's what my main that's, takeaway was. That's all that cares. Like, who gives, a, who gives an S what? I think you think or anybody else thinks they're and the they ones beat the on Clippers. the court. They beat yeah. the Clippers. The Clippers are a good team. They're on the they're the one playing these eighty two games. They yeah. fought their way to get into the play in. The cities they got the home field, home court advantage. It is the Clippers, the hype train that is the Clippers, who is a strong team. By oh the way. my god, a perennial underachiever. You want to talk about the biggest letdown in sports? <laughs> it's the Lakers. The, the only yeah, the only team that would be a bigger letdown is if the Lakers didn't win a title with LeBron. Shit. But that Clipper team, every year, Chris Paul, it looks really good. And Kawhi Leonard could come back at any moment. And Reggie Jackson, who I think has grown on me a little bit. And whatever Morris twin is still there, if there is one. And there is. <laughs> they have um, the Zubats and Hartenstein and all these other guys that no one's ever heard of. Kenny Leonard? The Luke, Kennard, yeah. Luke Kennard. Luke, Luke Kennard. They've, they're the Luke only Kennard, three Jesus. left-handed white guys in the NBA. <laughs> but, I mean, and they have... Who's running the ship? Ty Lue's out Ty there. Ty Who it should be, honestly, considered for Coach of the Year, considering all the tumultuous crap. For sure. Kawhi Leonard, nobody talks about him, but I think he really is kind of a franchise killer. If he didn't win that title with Toronto, you want to talk about a guy who's really just like, just like fucked his own team sideways like numerous times. When he was on the Spurs and he just didn't play, then yeah. he goes to Toronto and wins the title. He, he's probably missed more games than he's played with the Clippers. Him and Paul George were awful in that game seven against the Mavericks. Uh, was it last year? Yeah. And they have just underachieved every opportunity they've gotten. And he hasn't, did he even play this year? He played a little bit, like in the first quarter, and then did he, I don't even some remember, injuries. Did he even, I don't remember seeing Kawhi Leonard on the floor. Yeah, he played. He had to have played. I'm pretty sure. Seriously, like, talk about a franchise killer. Jesus Christ. Imagine devoting $40 million to that guy. Paul George was good, and I'll give him credit. He's always been got. He's he's gotten that um, ever since he left the the Pacers, which was like the coolest iteration of himself. He's uh-huh. he's had this playoff P, you know, persona that he's had to play. He's like the the guy that shows up, doesn't show up in the big uh, the big spot. Oh, he did not play. He hasn't played a game this year. Um, Unbelievable. 
Playoff P played pretty well the other night. I mean, I, I don't care about efficiency when you're the only true number one option on the team. 34.7 boards, five assists, eight of 11 at the line, and six from 12 from deep. I'll sign for that. I mean, I would take that for the Oh, bar. yeah. Jeez. He did everything. I've been you, asking you, for that. You put it well. He did everything but foul out and win the game. Speaking of fouling out, huh. Carl Anthony Towns after the game said that they didn't think the Clippers posed a threat. My guy played, what, he had 11 points and six fouls in like 20 minutes? I had him for a big night. <laughs> he had the audacity to celebrate. If anybody should have gotten kicked out of that building, it would have been him. Another Pat Beverly got... did more to win that game. I mean, Kawhi Leonard did more to contribute to that game than Carl Anthony Towns did. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I was going to initially with, uh, how about Patrick Beverly? Because with Cap being in foul trouble and eventually fouling out, he he had that's this man got 11 rebounds. And got a Morris twin. He fell out, falling out of the game because of that. The technical, <laughs> the double tech. <laughs> did you see that? I what did, a menace! Yeah. I was falling asleep when that happened, but I did see it. <laughs> he, his IQ has got to be off the charts. Every five minutes, he looked up and go, "Oh, Cat's got three fouls. Oh, he's got four now. Is he even going to play?" I was surprised they left him in when he got the fifth foul. And yeah, I was surprised they brought it back as soon as they did when he before he got the sixth. And then I, I, I don't know. Hey, what do we know? They they ended up winning the game. It's a very right now is a very difficult time to be a cat defender. Yeah, right. And I mean, he's got a going into this next round. He's got a tough matchup. Oh, I can't playing against wait. Memphis. Him and who's he? Valanciunas is gonna. Oh no, Val, I'm sorry, Valanciunas, different team. Um, Valanciunas he'll probably on... he'll probably match up with what Jaron Jackson on the Grizz. I oh, know Stephen Adams is there. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that'd that'd be yeah. Nice. He's, he's he's not scoring any points this series. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, that's gonna that's gonna be a big D'Angelo Russell series or a big Anthony Edwards series. And how about and speaking of D'Angelo Russell, how about those two, D'Lo and Anthony Edwards, fifty nine points. Oh my God, Anthony Edwards, That was his coming out party. I think he just turned into a superstar. Oh, if yeah, if he had if he isn't if he wasn't already, yeah, dude, and well loved in in Minnesota. Yeah, and D'Lo's cool. I've always liked D'Lo. And I, I do think he is a bit sucky. I don't think he's like a, you can win a title with this guy, but who cares? Or you're in Minnesota. Yeah. If, if you're in the playoffs, that's all that matters. And again, he doesn't have to be the main guy. Exactly. Yeah. If Edwards is playing like, Edwards legitimately looked like a star. Yeah. When he played the other night. And I think if D'Lo can just be the second guy or like the two and a half, like two A, two B guy with Cat, that's all you need from him. And that's also Beverly is like almost the Jimmy Butler of that team, not in the sense of like, uh, toxic and whatnot, but veteran presence, defense, and he'll get in your head, and you got to be strong. And it basically makes it a loose atmosphere for the I young guys. I think he serves he serves a much larger purpose than people realize. I don't think he is Draymond, nah. but he he fills kind of like that Draymond role where you need like that guy who's just annoying and vocal, and mm-hmm. like has like balls of steel and can kind of you know light a fire in everybody. I think people clowned him when he I think got traded or got. So he's been over moved a million minutes. times. Yeah, when he was when he was in L.A., that people clowned him a bit. But it was like they clowned him when he left. They traded uh, him from the Clippers to Minnesota. And they clowned him. Oh, there goes Pat. And then yeah. they then I think it was that infamous shot where I think he was talking to either Katie or LeBron. Like, yo, what do you got to do to to get me over there? Like in a jokingly <laughs> way. And look at him. He stuck it through. And no, I think I think he's a winning player. I don't think he's like a. I don't think him have. You don't want him to. Like, be the guy controlling the ball. Oh yeah, no. generally speaking. But I think you can play him thirty minutes a night, and he's a net yeah. positive. I would say. Oh uh, yeah, he, like he, he serves a purpose. I mean, you remember his uh, Lonzo Ball's debut in the NBA 
Pat Beverly basically just clamped him. <laughs> and it was just like, you hey, you're the hype the, train. Yeah, you're a pro now. Like, you're not going to do this. You on my and, court. I mean, I would hate to play against him. He, he He's a little bit like um, Marcus Smart is better. Mm. But he reminds me a lot of Marcus Smart. Yeah. Tenacious. Just, or I guess Marcus Smart reminds me of him because he's older. But yeah. A guy yeah, that came whatever. from, you know, I don't think he was a highly touted player. And he was probably undrafted. Caught on with that Houston team when Harden was there and, you know, made a career out of it. Yeah, right. Um, uh, the last game of this play-in before the Friday game, uh, New Orleans and San Antonio, as you said, eh, it was... I got nothing to say, but I don't know anything game. about the game. <laughs> it was the second uh, four versus four as Primo and Hayes, zero <laughs> points. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I've been a Jackson Hayes defender for a long time, and he was uh, evidently terrible. <laughs> zero points, my guy. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Every time I watch him, I guess that's why he didn't play well, because every time I watch him, I go, that guy's like actually good. And then I have to hear NBA Twitter tell me he sucks because his, his warp is lousy. <laughs> um, for the New Orleans, and we'll move on, I promise. Brandon Ingram, this is his time to shine. His coming out party as well. Yeah, many KD. Yeah, many KD. Um, scored 27 points, nothing special. Um, CJ McCollum, finally. Good for him. In the playoffs. Looks like it's more positive. It's like more a certain team than dare i say i think that the team Trailblazers. is built better for him don't you think yeah oh yeah he's the star on that he, team he, he can have the ball in his hands and it's not it doesn't detract from what they're trying to do this man 32 points six boards seven assists valentunas 22 and 14 i mean this team plays like this they can go they can challenge some teams it won't they won't get swept out of a building I'll no, tell i don't you that think much. so they have a lot of fight in them do you think this is the biggest trade acquisition of the season so far? That's a good I think I think this is the best the best one. I I may be misremembering, but I mean, aside from Derek White solidifying Boston's bench, I think CJ's been the most impactful guy. I mean, Harden obviously had the potential to be, but it's it's not worked out the way everybody expected. But uh, yeah. CJ's been great. Oh, phenomenal! I wouldn't be surprised if he resigned long term, just stayed yeah. end his career there. Keep in mind they're doing all of this without um, Zion. Without Zion, yeah. He's apparently doing three sixty dunks. I I don't want to see any. He's turning into, you know, the Simmons of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, just a guy that you see videos of. Are he's coming back? You look at him. He's shooting three. Look at him. He's not weighing four hundred pounds. It's just every day they they give you they tell you what you want to hear. It's like they're trying to sell you the idea of him. Yeah, right. I think um, he'll, he's a shoe in to be a Nick next year. Or a Laker. Who knows? Oh, Get God. Anthony Davis. Another Pelican goes to the West. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this team. It's like the minor league team for the Lakers. Yeah, right. Um, all right. The last uh, part of the set, uh, play-ins. Friday. Atlanta in Cleveland. Atlanta's favored on the road. Minus two. Uh, New Orleans on the road to LA. Los Angeles is minus four favorites. What, who do we like? Who do we like? I honestly don't think I've ever done this before. I like both the road teams. I like Atlanta and Cleveland. I like Trey Young to go off, and I like New Orleans. I just think they have more fight. I think the best player in that game will be Paul George. Oh, yeah. I but I, I And L.A.'s definitely got a better roster. I don't know. I just like New Orleans. I think there's something there. I got Cleveland and New Orleans. I think Cleveland okay. got beat by, obviously, a world beater in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But they're at home now. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, I think I mean, they were at home, I think, right? I think, yeah, I think either one. Well, they were in Brooklyn, I think, for the 
the last okay. game. So the, now but, they're at home, defend their court. More familiar, you know? You could I tell think. me any any combination of two teams from these four teams would move on, and I wouldn't be surprised by any means. Sure. I think it, I think you couldn't have found any better, like more evenly matched combinations than these two. It's going to be an exciting game Friday, both yeah. of them. I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm going to watch both if I am if I make it that late. <laughs> um, before we move on to the uh, NBA first round matchups and predictions, do we want to take a quick pause and uh, do Pirtle? It's midnight. Oh, it's midnight. It is. It's midnight. You want to play Pirtle? Uh oh. <laughs> she doesn't even acknowledge it. She just pulled up the phone. Oh, man. She took the gun out of the holster. <laughs> and for context, uh, the producer over there is the silhouette queen. Oh, my God. She got it on the first guest the other day. Without the silhouette, which I didn't or, get. Are we doing video today? Or for this segment, probably, yeah. Okay. All right. The back of her head suffices. <laughs> All right, I'm on guess one. Guess one? All right, let's see. I got one thing. Oh, man. Guess two. Oh, my God, I got it on the second guess. No fucking way. I'm just going to guess now. <laughs> I got it on the second guess. No way. <laughs> All right. So I always go with the same guy first, and if he's not in the correct conference, I go to a different guy who's in the other conference, and he was finally the answer. You you got You both know this player. Oh, this is a, this is tragic. Oh my god, I can't believe I got it. <laughs> All right, now let's see. Mm. Oh my goodness, I got. I think I got it. You got it. I think I got it. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, what's his name? Oh, you you know it. Like, He's not popular. Oh, that is just like, you definitely know him. That's just like, wait. She can't be doing that. Oh no. <laughs> Not King. Oh, I know who this is. Oh, you got it. I know who this is. Hold on, I I had to look at the. Uh, yeah, I cheated. Uh, uh, she's Warriors just struggling over there. Oh, I do not know who this is. Lakers Warriors Kings. I don't even know. I don't know who this is actually. Uh, Suns. Yeah, you you know who it is. It's not the Lakers. All right, it's not the. There you go. It's not the Lakers. You got the family connection here. It's not the Lakers. <laughs> What's she said? Well, you got the Clippers. You got the Warriors. Is it a twenty-six? Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Six nine or six ten. I feel so good about this. And finally, my strategy has worked. Wait, who's on the Pacific again? Uh, Lakers, Warriors. Um, Fuck. Kings, Clippers, and Suns. Let's go. Let's go. I got it. Let's go. Because the silhouette just looks like a generic because, large all right. man. Now, because she can't hear me. <laughs> because she can't hear me. Here's my guess. <laughs> look, look. Remember when I said I'm a fucking idiot? Yes. My third guess was LeBron James. I saw all green, and I thought I hit a Laker. So I continued to pick Laker after Laker until I realized, wait, he's not a Laker. And then you realize you got the wrong team. <laughs> yes. Then I had to look at the silhouette again. I'm like, oh, I know who this guy is by the shoulders. How did you get it by the shoulders? Because he's, 
he walks like this. That doesn't. I, the silhouette looks nothing like him. <laughs> it does. You know who it is. You, well, you actually have to play the game now. <laughs> Let's go. Talking to the person that just won the fantasy league. Doesn't know who this player is. <laughs> All right. Just give her this. In. Does she have her on this team? On her team? Is he on uh, her team? No, I think he was on my team actually. Oh, that's she. Oh, well, then you're going to get it. <laughs> oh, that's just me. Yeah, I just went against you. Wait, wait, no. Oh, now she's going to freaking cheat. No. Yeah, it's over. I, well, it's not Killian Hayes. And I like how I set her up as like a dominant silhouette queen and she just failed. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, it's destined to fail. It's the kiss of death. You're, you're, uh, what, who's the. I'm every announcer on TV. You're the Drake curse. What name is Kevin Hurdle? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> this is lovely to see her flounder. Can't see it. She's sweating right now. It's not because the thermostat's on. Is it kind of movie? I don't know. You got to guess. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> so I always start with Siakam. For whatever reason, the first time I did this game, I picked Pascal Siakam. There's proof she got it right. And if it's not Siakam, because I know he's in the East, and yeah. it tells me it's not a guy in the East, I go to Kevon Looney for no reason whatsoever. Uh-huh. And he's always my second guess. And I finally got him on the second yeah. guess. I was super confident that it was Bodan Bodanovich. Uh-huh. But it wasn't. Looks just like him. I mean, I guess. Well, I thought the hair. I thought he had like a comb over. Yeah. Then I put Siakam. Good guess. Uh, it's a key to victory. Plus a bonus. Then Russell. Then Capella. Ah, uh, well, Capella. Then I was getting farther and farther away from the guesses. <laughs> <laughs> I put Miles Turner. Then Valatunas, because you said it was on your team. Uh, Kevin Looney was also on your team. That was the last guess. She pays attention. Kevin Looney's a perennial Rob Grable fantasy I thought player. I it was Kevin Looney. Oops. Okay. There you go. Well, oh, my picks were horrendous. You, I, I always, I always start out with the goat, Joel Embiid. Oh, do you really? <laughs> Automatically, I knew he was on the West. Then I picked Jokic, oh my God, I've never seen thinking I would get the the division. Then, like I said, I hit LeBron. I don't know if you can say. I didn't know it was Looney on the first try. Like, <laughs> was near. I always pick Looney as my second guest. Always. So, so I always go Siakam first, and if it's not him because it says it's not the Eastern Conference, I pick Looney for whatever reason because he's in the West. That's how I do. And beat Jokic. Because if it's and not then I go from in there. the East, I'll just go straight to the West. Okay, let's do her. I had LeBron James, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, and at that moment, I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm going. Why, why did you guess Austin Reeves? <laughs> because I look at the silhouette, I'm like, oh, the hair. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. He's not a Laker. Who else is on in this division? And once you said the Warriors, I'm like, ah, oh, the shoulders. Yeah. This, I, well, I, how, how in God's name did you get that? The shoulders. Oh, All right. Dude. We'll play shoulders. one more quick. Uh, what are we playing? Wor- uh, Wordle adjacent game. It'll be the, uh, the, yeah. hurdle, the hurdle game. We can play it just on one phone. The game. non-sports game. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, are you able to pull it up on your browser and share it? Uh, let me see. What's it called? Be Wait, baseball? Uh, true. Wordle? Uh, no, Hurdle, the one that plays. So you uh, get a second of music and then it uh, it plays it. Uh, maybe. Espen. Yep, I got it. All right. Here we go. Let me see. Doo, 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 doo. And here we go. 
Oh, you right. want me to play the music? Ready? Yeah. Wait, she, she... <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> What was it? <laughs> What is that? <laughs> well, safe to say none of us will get that for I don't know one. what that is. All right. That was Let me hear it again. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> We're gonna skip six times. Oh, it's a chua. It's a chua. It's a chua. It's a chua. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Oh, that's uh, that's Wonderwall. Yeah. Oasis. I didn't realize it started with a cough. <laughs> Before uh, we get canceled. <laughs> I didn't realize it started with a cough. <laughs> Uh, Fireman Joe got on his fifth guest. Nice. All right. We should do this more often. Hurdle. Yeah, we should do, do a daily <laughs> podcast. Bozos. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. So what do we got here? So the bracket coming up. Yeah, the so, bracket. So we'll do the Eastern Conference first because that is the one that concerns us more. Yeah. Uh, the number one seeded Miami Heat, the, the team that, of course, everybody had uh, winning the East this year. Taking on the number eight seeded, whoever it'll be between Cleveland and Atlanta. This is tough to pick because we don't know who it'll be. Um, assuming it's Cleveland. Do you think what, it's tough either way? I mean, I, I think it'll be competitive if Atlanta wins because Atlanta's such a pain in the neck in the playoffs. Yeah. I think they'll take it six. I think Cleveland, it'll be a gentleman's sweep. What do you think? I say seven. For I, keep, keep in mind, also, I'm sorry. Keep in mind, this is the only series. So the number one versus eight, and both conferences are the only ones that don't have odds yet. Yeah, because, because of the fact that we don't know who the um for sure the actual matchup will be. Um, I think Cleveland can steal two games. You think so? Yeah, I think it can steal two games. Keep because in mind already, if they, yeah, they saw this blueprint already. Attack Tyler Hero. Yeah, Jimmy true. Butler is off in any way. Duncan Robinson isn't a shoe in to be a lights out shooter. And let's not pretend that Jared Allen can't guard Bam Adebayo. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good matchup. And Capella can absolutely neutralize Adebayo. And then, now, the and, thing is, Cleveland also has two guards that can go right at Hero between yeah. Garland and, um, and, I'm sorry, Levert. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they're going to make Tyler Hero stop them, that's going to be a tough matchup. And, and even Butler, if Butler is on Garland, let's say, because yeah. they're going to want to put their, you know, their – Best defensive player on the best offense, but I don't. I don't think that's a, a win for Miami, and especially remember, if you're going to tire out your best player on the defensive end. He's not going to be as effective on the offensive end, for sure. And also, you have Kevin Love off the bench, playoff experience, especially in big games, especially in Miami. I believe. Yeah, he can stay the course. I can see him coming up big in playoff. If it's a if this is like a sudden death to get in against Atlanta, I can see him. Like I said, at home. Lights out to get into the playoffs against Miami. I would be scared to death about Miami if I'm playing the Hawks because the Hawks oh, had to just win two back-to-back do-or-die games to get in, and hot teams this time of year are the ones that are hardest to beat. Look at look at Atlanta last year. They're riding high off of the last year's success as well. Yeah, so I I think this is not a given. That I understand Miami had a good regular season, but they strike me really as a good regular season team. Yeah, they remind me of the previous couple of years Jazz. Good in the regular season, can't figure it out in the playoffs. Yeah. And this is also without their wing player, who got paid, too. I forget his name already. <sighs> For Atlanta, he's hurt. Fuck. Not Bogdanovich, right? No, no, no. 
the other one. Fuck. Well, his name will pop up. But he was... Uh, fuck. I want to remember his name out of respect. But anyway, he's a wing player. They're not playing without him, so that's why Bogdanovich is moving down. Oh, John Collins. That's who it is, John Collins. Yeah, good so. player. I mean, honestly. I would have taken him as well for The problem 25. is that when he doesn't play, it gives Bogdanovich more minutes. It gives Gallinari more minutes. It really takes away from their depth. But, and, I mean, yeah. Lou Williams in the playoffs is going to be a pain in the nuts to stop also. Sweet Lou. He's so good. But uh, yeah, either way. Oh, my God. Imagine him on uh, roasting Tyler here over 12 full minutes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to watch that. <laughs> Um, I, listen, I would buy a plane ticket to go down to Game Seven if I if I know ahead of time <laughs> Lou Williams is going to be roasting Tyler Hero in the fourth quarter. Get in the, in the nosebleed section. Like, It'll be like a deja vu from watching Seth Curry get destroyed, and I can show up in the second quarter. It's not it's not a big deal down yeah. there in Miami. The fans are never there on it's time not. anyway. It's definitely not. They're um, out, out so we both, I, you know, Miami advancing. Play, yeah, I think Atlanta takes that seven. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, next series, the one that I'm. This is I'm the, more excited for this. This one. is the uh, the Breen Van Gundy Jackson series, I think. Boston Celtics, number two. Boston Celtics host the Brooklyn Nets. Boston's favored minus four, which is nuts. Minus one thirty. Nets plus one ten. Very much surprised me that Boston is favored in the series. Kyrie well, going back to Boston. Durant I don't think it's the series. Well, yeah, that's this is the, 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 the game. Well, those odds of the minus 130 and the plus 110 oh. for the series. Oh, all right. Jesus. So I, I'm not surprised that's the mm. slimmest margin of odds, especially compared to the next series. But I am a little surprised Boston's the team that they think will win. I don't trust Boston. I mean, I know they got they are one of the hottest teams in the NBA, especially after Christmas. But yeah, I don't see them losing. I mean, them winning against Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It's going to be tough to beat him, especially Kyrie. Kyrie's going to have a, a little bit of a vendetta against them. So, And Durant, we already know what he's da- he's a dangerous player. And you saw him distributing on Sunday. Mm-hmm. If he's distributing and Kyrie's scoring, that team's impossible to beat. And Redacted might come back for game four. So, And for whatever minutes he can provide you. Yeah, whatever he's going to do. He's going to pass out of um, dunking opportunities, set up his teammates, play defense, and finish with 10-10-10. And, and look at this lineup. Durant and Irving sit out for rest. Redacted is the floor general. You have Drummond at the five, Curry out there, Bruce yeah. Bowens. You have shooters. All of, Nick Clark, yeah. Yeah. And you have shooters. And I mean, he, he can always attack the rim, and Drummond will happily get out of the way. But there you go. There's your second unit led by number 25. Or now, the ben concern. 10. The concern becomes there you go. You have two prime candidates to be hacked and put on the free throw line with him and Drummond on the floor. Because Drummond is a historically bad free throw shooter, and Simmons, of course, missed a million of them in that Hawks series. So, I mean, if Steve Nash had a brain, I don't think he would put them in that unit in a close situation sure. in, the, yeah. in the second half. And we don't know what the brain. status. We don't know the status of Goran Dragic right now. Yeah, that's also true. And we also don't know what minutes and what roles uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin will play. Also, Patty Mills is on that squad. Patty Mills is the perfect guy to play alongside Simmons. So, and I mean, Curry, he, if whatever you can get out of Curry, even though he got zero points. Yeah, defense optional game. at that point, but still. Yeah. Um, that's the most intriguing one. Uh, dude, I this is going seven. I like Six Boston seven. and seven. <sighs> 
I got Boston in seven. But I would not be surprised if Brooklyn outright wins prior to that, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, uh, shit. Third series. Is it raining out there? It, dude, it is pouring out here. It doesn't rain much. in Philly. Uh, Milwaukee. It's always sunny there. So the number three seed of Milwaukee Bucks take on the number six Chicago Pretenders. Um, <laughs> Chicago is still not beating a good team this year. I'm going to go gentleman sweep on this one. The Milwaukee's minus ten for game one. Bucks are minus <laughs> one thousand in the series, and the Pretenders are plus six fifty. I don't think Chicago wins a game in Milwaukee. I think they take game four to stave off um, a sweep, and then they get swept in game five. Gentlemen, sweep. No, I see a sweep. Clean sweep. It's bad for ratings if you uh, if you sweep somebody. So I don't Giannis think the NBA Giannis I mean, the Sixers fuck. last year. The Sixers last year should have beaten the piss out of the Wizards in four, but they let the Wizards win Game Four. So, I think that they're going to let Chicago win Game Four, especially on their home floor. Nah, you don't want to lose. You want to just ride it out. Well, not the Bucks won't let them lose. The NBA won't let them lose. Yeah, that's true. But you, you want to just. My theory is, I know it's bad for ratings, but once you sweep, you do lose that that momentum. You know, yeah. your body's warm and whatnot. Shooters need to stay hot, but also you get rest, especially for the guys who definitely need to recover. Yeah, and that's also the more difficult side of the bracket because the winner oh, yeah. of the Boston Brooklyn series plays the winner of the Bucks Chicago series, and then the winner of Miami Cleveland takes on the winner of Philadelphia Toronto. That um, this is this is the only series that scares the shit out of me. Oh, this this terrifies me. Aside from Atlanta, maybe playing Miami, this terrifies me if I'm. Fan of either team. Toronto has played the Sixers well all year. Yeah. And the Sixers have not played well against small teams. Um, and Bede obviously has the ability to play against small or large centers, as you've seen. I actually, struggles more against the big guys, but he, he holds his own on defense. And own. if you remember that 2019 series, Siakam, who is objectively the best player on the Raptors right now, in game one, he roasted Tobias Harris. And then from game two onward, Two through seven, uh, Britt Brown put and beat on Siakam, and Siakam disappeared from the entire series. So I think that's going to be the matchup you see is Embiid guarding Siakam, and they're going to dare him to beat them. I don't think so. We don't have Brett Brown. This is Doc Rivers, who's going to be sure. stubborn as all hell. Five so on the DeAndre five, Jordan four will be four. starting. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be bad. Um, What's your projection? Pr- prediction? So the Sixers are minus 180 in the series, and the Raptors are plus 150. Good value on the Raptors. Oh, but. dude. I had my paper somewhere. Um, dude, this is tough because, you know, we're a homer, PA turnpod, but this one scares the living shit out of me. This is the one team I didn't want. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. If we had taken care of business, we would have been – the thing is, if we took care of business, we would have been in that murdered row. Yeah, the problem is we've been playing Brooklyn in the, in the first round. Yeah. Um, fuck. I'd say Raptors, unfortunately, in six. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Sixers in six. I would love the Sixers, but... So I, the way I see this working out, I think the Sixers take games one and two in Philly. Raptors no. take games three and four in Toronto. And then the Sixers win game five here, and then they win game six up there. I don't think the absence of Thibault will loom that large. Dude, I don't even think about Thibault. <laughs> I think no Danny way. Green is okay on defense. I, he's obviously not Thibault, 
But this series is not going to be about who defends better. It's going to be about who scores more. And even if that means playing Corkmaz and Shake Milton more, at least I'm hoping that Paul Reed plays the back of five minutes, not DeAndre Jordan. You because hope when, because when Doc Rivers gave that smug response to Rich Hoff, or not Rich Hoff, uh, Derek Bonner last week, yeah, he said when we play small fives, we're going to play Paul Reed. When we play big guys, we're going to play DeAndre. And I hope that means we see Paul Reed this year because that would be great. Th- that would be great. Uh, next series of uh, West Conference. Excuse me. Uh, number one seed, the Suns t- will take on either the Clippers or New Orleans. I see this going five or six. I think it'll be four no matter what. I think the Suns will really? just sweep whoever they play out of the building. They are if they are as good as everybody says they are. I oh, think yeah. they're. I don't think they're going to lose a game. Now I can see them maybe losing one game, but I still lean more toward four. I always see like the. Sun. I don't trust the Suns. Devin Booker, it can be hot or he can just be ice cold. Yeah, I guess when you take as many shots as he does. Yeah, and Chris Ball, whatever you can get out of him, great. Um, Jay Crowder, if he's hot, great. If he's not, he's going to be breaking some threes. So. I've and still never seen him make a three. I know you've seen him make a three. He made one. <laughs> I, I've never seen Jay Crowder at a three. Every time, I don't doubt that he's done it, but every time I watch a Suns game, I see him play, <laughs> and then every time he takes a three, he misses. It happened when he was a Cav, happened when he was a Celtic, happened when he was, <laughs> he was on the Heat, a hopefully. Maverick. I've never seen Jay Crowder make a three. Well, when you're watching, hopefully he makes one. <laughs> I don't think he's ever done it in 2K against me. Oh, my God. Uh, number two, Memphis Grizzlies. Look at that. The number two Memphis Grizzlies. Who'd have How thought? about that? Yeah, definitely not us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we all had them under. <laughs> we had them at like six. <laughs> uh, the Memphis Grizzlies will host either uh, the number seven Minnesota Timberwolves. They are favored minus seven for the game. Uh, 330, minus 330 for the series. Wolves plus 260. I see this one going five. Yeah, me too. I, I'm with you. I see a game in Minnesota. Yeah, I think four. the Wolves take one at home, but I think the Grizzlies win it in five. Yeah. Uh, next I think game. the West is a little bit more of a foregone conclusion than the East is. True. I mean, this next series. This one's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> this was a toss-up. Oh, I, I must have missed the ads on this one. I'm sorry. I think My, the Warriors are favored, though. Minus three. That's all good. Oh, yeah, I would assume Golden State minus six and a half as they host number six, Denver. Jamal First Murray of all, back? Six and a half is a lot of points. Nah, probably not. That is, That's a lot of points. I don't think they cover that clearly. No, I don't um, think so either. And Steph is in scrimmages. He is practicing. Will he be able to play? Probably not, but he'll definitely be in this series. And they're going to probably give the Pillsbury Doughboy the MVP again. So. Oh, that would just suck. Um, I have Warriors in six. The Warriors move too much, and Jokic is too fat to keep up. I'm going to go Warriors in six. <laughs> uh, number four, Mavericks hosting number five, Utah Jazz. Utah, though, is his favorite, minus yeah, five. Yeah, well, Luka Doncic is hurt, so. Oh, is that, he? Yeah, that really hurts Dallas's opportunity no to win this way, series. He, um, I believe it's a calf strain for him, so he's he's likely not going to play game one. I don't know when his return will come, oh, but that would God. explain why Utah is favored. That is just beat. I mean, Dinwiddie can't really carry that team. <laughs> so 
I mean, if they win, it'll be all hands on deck, but the Jazz actually, are, are probably favored for a good reason. Actually, I, I retake my previous statement. I think this has been the most impressive trade acquisition, getting Dinwiddie for Chris Porzingis. He's been awesome there. Then and, CJ. Uh, and uh, Bertans has been terrible, but mm. Bertans, a uh, fresh slate starting the, uh, the playoffs. Everybody's you know yeah. batting zero, so to speak. Basically. Um, if Luka is out for the entire... Well, I, no, let's fuck that. Let's not do this if. Um, I'll find out a little bit about him real quick as you as you go ahead. I have Mavericks in six. This is going to be a back and forth. No, I'm I'm scared to death if I'm not a Maver- if I'm a Mavericks guy. Uh, no timetable on his return. This is as of two days ago. Uh, hmm. Never mind. <laughs> he was on the exercise, but I would imagine he'll probably play later in the series. But it may be too little, too late. I'm going to go Jazz in six. Yeah, my, I'm going to switch Jazz. No, Jazz in five. Gentlemen sweep. No, I think Dallas is still talented, but missing him is impossible. Yeah. That's, yeah, if, if he's if he's playing, I go probably Dallas <clears throat> and seven. But if he if he's really not, yeah, that's unfortunate. Even, even if he plays and he's like eighty percent, I still don't love it. Wait, wouldn't he have not played anyway? Game one because of the technical fouls, he reached the limit. That's a good question. I don't know if that carries over to the playoffs though. It does, I think, doesn't? Oh, it, it does. Because that happened to Draymond that one year. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he he did get a tag in the playoffs. That was against. Yeah, that was in the finals, wasn't it? The finals for game sure. five or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's because he kicked Kevin Love in the nuts. <laughs> hey, man, I think Kevin Love <laughs> jumped took into one, his foot. Took one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> took I two for the team. I didn't cheat on you. I just fell into her. Yeah, that's what that happened. Yeah, that's what happened there. Right. Yeah, Kevin Love just landed on his foot. <laughs> it's like the time uh, Kawhi Draymond's- just happened. Kawhi Dream. just landed on uh, what's his? Who's that big oaf that used to play for the Warriors? Um, Zaza. Zaza, but you. Zaza didn't injure Kawhi. Kawhi just jumped onto his foot. Oh man! I was gonna say, uh, Draymond's foot broke Kevin Love's fall. Wow, this is interesting. Dallas so, Cowboys cornerback, some guy named Robinson. Oh, no. I don't know. Uh, Dallas Cow- Cowboys cornerback Kelvin Joseph is in. Is a person of interest in connection with a recent Dallas homicide. Oh my goodness! So that'd be a typical Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Criminal on the team. Fools. All right. Um, you want to just head over to the four minute scramble? We're gonna try our best to actually stay within the time restraints this time around. I'll have it here on the clock. Ready, set, go. Four minutes. All right. So Wednesday afternoon, Clayton Kershaw was pulled after seven perfect innings throwing only 80 pitches. Second time ever that this has happened, Rich Hill was the first. Both times, Dave Roberts was the manager for the Dodgers. What are your thoughts? What an idiot. What was he watching? Right, well, apparently not the baseball game because the relievers came in and gave up hits the second batter they faced. I hope they Kershaw, lost that game. He only threw 80 pitches. At one point, he had 12 strikeouts on 45 strikes. Oh, my God. Dave Roberts, you're a fool. Stop listening to the analytics. Let them pitch. They're pitchers. What the fuck? Let him 70. go out for the eighth. Worst case scenario, he gets a guy on base and, and you take him out. Yeah. All right. Uh, redacted. Ben 10. Eyes return for game four of the first round series against Boston. Do you think he'll have a big impact? And do you believe this is true? Uh, no and no. <laughs> what about you? I think he'll play. Garbage time minutes, if anything. Second unit, you know. 
but will he make an impact? I don't think so. Do you think he'll start? No, fuck no. I don't, I don't think so either. I think it'll be... If they do, it's to boast his ego and yeah, it'll balls. Be Kyrie, Curry, Brown, Durant, Drummond, I think, is that that's their five. I don't think he plays. Yeah, why change? Anyway. What change what got you there? It's working, Because Ben yeah. Simmons is there. Implement him later. All right, Gabe Kapler defended his player, Mauricio Dubon, who laid down a bunt while up nine runs in the six. What are your thoughts on this? It's baseball, baby. Part of the rules. Let's go. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's, what's wrong with this? You play to win the game, right? You're up... Like, whatever. It's tacticals. He's got to practice the bunny I'm, at some I'm point. Ti- I'm tired of the idea that if you're winning big or losing big, the other team should just stop trying because yeah. how many times stop have we me. seen teams come back? It Bill, doesn't happen every time, but it happens more often than, than you might think. Bill Belichick is smiling when he saw the bunt. He's like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. And my thoughts on this, you saw him on Twitter. No. These these hits are going to matter when it comes time for contract negotiations yeah, and yes. you know, arbitration. They go so, they're so strict with the numbers. Yeah. That hit will matter. And plus, Every, everyone's contract is incentives. Yeah. So yeah, right. I don't care. Good for Kapler. All right. Alec Baum. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Smiley face. Um, good for him for apologizing. Good for the fans for showing him some love. Uh, he's been hitting the ball well. He just can't catch it or throw it. So <laughs> He can't do half of his job. But, hey, yeah. most of us would have been fired for doing half our job. But he can continue on. This is my favorite. The Philadelphia Stars USFL mascot has been unveiled. It's a big red thing. Yeah. And uh, all the USFL teams are doing polls to see who will become, like, what they'll name their mascots. Yeah. Uh, Blob is currently in the lead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the options options were Astro, Cosmo, and Blob. So Blob was a heavy favorite anyway. Really? (laughs) What do you you make of that? I I didn't even know this existed. This is freaking hilarious. Blob for the win. Let's (laughs) go. Blob is such a good name. Um, the Wolves celebration. Uh, we already touched on this after winning the seventh seed world championship. How do you like uh, Patrick Beverly's anything is possible moment? I can't wait to go to the parade. <laughs> uh, the Packers have signed veteran wide receiver Sammy Watkins. What do you make of this? Great move for Aaron Rodgers. Finally, a receiver who can catch a ball. I think it's a good way to start the season because he's always good in September. So they'll start 3 0. Uh, the Colts just signed Rodney McLeod. Is this a good move for the Colts or the Eagles? Uh, it does good for the Colts, bad for the Eagles. What do you think? Uh, I think the Eagles are just moving on from the veteran, trying to get someone in depth for the first round. Probably. My hope is they sign uh, Honey Badger. And lastly, uh, James Harden has has no playoff pressure, and he says he's ready to hoop. Should, should he be? I mean, he ready. He he knows all the pressures on Embiid and Glenn Rivers, so it's not even going to be his fault if they lose. He's going to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, nobody on the Raptors can guard him anyway, so it just win in six, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Oh wow! <laughs> the four minutes on the first time. Let's go. That was impressive. Oh, that was fun. All right, we had nine uh, bullet points, and we did it in two minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> that two minute thing is overrated. All right, W's and L's. As we wrap up the Nifty Fifty, let me see. Of course, we'll always start with the L's. Always end on a happy note, just like Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> like how Rob. <laughs> Hey, it's a good joke. I like it. So what? So what do you have? Three and three? No, I have two and three. All right, I got two and three as well. All right, perfect. Three losses. Yep. All right. Uh, leading off. Leading off. And fair warning, I have probably gripes coming in there. I might just go off on two of the do three it. here. Do it. I might not. It's a little late. <laughs> uh, Who cares? We're both off tomorrow. 
All right, here we go. Lakers take an L. Uh, yes. Uh, Lakers organization from top to bottom, except for Frank Vogel. Because Frank Vogel has been the scapegoat all season long for the misfortunes of the Lakers that LeBron built. Frank Vogel finds out of his firing after the post-conference of the last game of the season, which, by the way, where LeBron and, and company sat out for quote-unquote rest or whatever, this team has looked completely different in the lineup. Austin Reeves had a triple-double. Like, what were they resting is, for? I don't know. For the yacht in Miami. I don't know. Why in the... F- <clears throat> they don't speak during the season and at the end... LeBron's saying it wasn't a failure at all this season. Homie, you were, what, 13, 14, 15 games below 500? You couldn't even get in the play-in tournament that you yourself poo-pooed, but you also had a chance to get into it. But you yourself chose to sit out games. By the way, two of those games were against the Sixers. You pussied out in Wells Fargo, and you pussied out in your own crypto when Joel Embiid came into town. You don't want to see that, man. No one does. What the F? Westbrook all of a sudden starts talking about Frank Vogel leaving. Essentially says he didn't fuck with him. They didn't get along. And he kind of threw Frank Vogel and his wife under the bus when Frank Vogel became the coach. Westbrook was like, oh, I'm a nice person. I went and gifted him something nice. You know, no one told me to. I just wanted to do it. And I never got a thank you. I never got a anything out of Jester. Not that he was looking for one, but like ever since that, he never really had a good vibe. And he doesn't know why they didn't gel. I guarantee you now, that's just his way of saying, keep me here for another coach. I'll play better. Trust me. This is nonsense. And then lastly, if it didn't get any worse for Laker fans, Dan Quinn, I believe. Not not Dan Quinn. Jesus. Uh, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder basically debunked any notion that he's going to be a Laker because of how they treated Frank Vogel this season in coaching. (laughs) That right there was the, the kiss of death for Laker fans. They might get Nick Nurse from Toronto, but if I was Nick Nurse, I would never leave Toronto. I'm beloved. I would probably get a statue outside next to Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I have three thoughts. So that's the uh, end of my first L rant. I have three thoughts. First of all, Nick Nurse is never leaving Toronto. Well, he is uh, rumored to be on the move. Everybody's rumored to go ever. Mm. Uh, secondly, I think Quinn Snyder is likely going to take Popovich's job when he retires. That yeah. That feels like a good spot. Thirdly, did you see that they had Westbrook's eyes checked? Uh, really? They sent him to a professional because they're worried about his eyesight. Oh my god! Because he keeps hitting the top of the back with his, his jump shots. Um, uh, I would love that. All right, I'm going to go with. Um, so I'm going to go with the funniest L third. So my first L is going to be Adam Schefter. Oh no! For the way that he worded the original, the initial tweet about um, Dwayne Haskins is passing. No, what happened? Um, so he tweeted something about Dwayne Haskins, former Ohio State quarterback who has struggled to latch on to an NFL team, pronounced dead at XYZ. Oh and he got God. roasted for it on the internet. He deleted it and redid it. Um, let me see if I can find the correct. Uh, this way I can cite my uh, I'm cite my actual speechless. my my problem here. But uh, where is it at? Where is wow. it at? Where is it at? Um, I had a picture. I deleted the photo. But... What a piece of ass. You know, I've been cursing basically all, all uh, about yeah. yeah. So he's since apologized. I and, mean. And everything. I think he's just auditioning for Barstool. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL. 
died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then he deleted it and redid it, but he got destroyed for it. Jesus. Well-deserved out for uh, Agnes yes. after. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Jesus, be mindful. Guy just Christ, yeah, read the life. It, it, This is not an editorial. What this is not idiot. like a... a, a it just report the news objectively. This is another thing. I'm tired of seeing things pre- presented with a slant. Ugh, that just that was a bad owl. Ugh. Fucking idiot. Another fucking idiot. My number two, Glenn Rivers. Ugh. We just had B-Ball Paul had his career high. And I've also been saying this from the mountaintops on this podcast. You play B-Ball Paul. And you've been saying it as a back of five. Give him some minutes. He is a world beater. And we have what? Charles Bassey? Someone- Charles Bassey's also killed it. He got hurt. So it's a, but, which is also why, unfortunately, the Blue Coats lost their G League uh, championship tonight. Unfortunately. But you had Bassey down there before he got hurt. You could bring him up to bolster. No, you got DeAndre Jordan like an idiot out there. But after the Paul Reed coming out party against the Detroit Pistons, granted, no Harden, no Embiid. Glenn Rivers goes on record to say, we're not going on a Paul Reed victory tour. First of all, speak for yourself. (laughs) We're trying to win a championship, end quote. Oh, yeah? You're trying to win a championship with DeAndre Jordan as your fucking backup? You couldn't win with him in L.A. He couldn't do shit in Brooklyn. He (laughs) went to LeBron's Lakers. He couldn't do shit there. You bring him here, and he's doing nothing here. No. What the fuck, Glenn Rivers? He's not cooked. He's like... Burnt to a crisp. He's well Jordan. overdone. Yeah, he's not washed. He's he's drowning. Uh, he's the burnt scraps that you get off the pot. He's done. Finished. Yeah, he's Finished he's all up. the pieces that like fall out of the skillet and go next to the burner. And I was talking to the guys at work. This is probably if Paul Reed has an option to like leave or if he becomes a free agent, he ain't signing if Doc Rivers is still here. Why in God's name would he stay? Like go out and spread Just your wings. Look- Look at Glenn's track record. I mean, he didn't, play Shea, he didn't play Shea Gilgis-Alexander with the uh, the Clippers, and they trade him for Peanuts. Paul George, and SGA becomes one of the most important young players in the entire league. I mean, dude, Glenn Rivers is just trash at this point. I think he's auditioning to become a Lakers coach. Oh, he'll be a great Lakers coach because all he has are old guys to play. So, Yeah. He would rely heavily on Ariza and Avery Bradley and uh, Westbrook <laughs> and, and Carmelo Anthony. And he'll be back in L.A. Like Probably see Shaq out of retirement. Jesus. All right, my second L, in the middle of the April 8th game at, at the Nationals ballpark, mm-hmm. the lights turned off. <laughs> no way. Uh, so the Nats lost power in their ballpark last week. And they <sighs> tweeted about it, and somebody said, well, it's probably because the electric bill is deferred for 30 years. <laughs> because if you remember, they tried to sign Bryce Harper to the contract extension before he came to Philly, and they wanted to pay him into his 60s. <laughs> Because when they signed Scherzer in 2014, they signed him to a seven-year contract. Mm-hmm. But the contract, what it was, instead of being seven years, 240 or whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was they were going to pay him half of that over the course of 14 years. So they keep trying to defer money. So somebody <laughs> poked fun at them for that. So <laughs> half and half there. Twitter and the internet never forgets anything. I'm, I'm concerned that we're going to share this next one. Very concerned. Uh, this L goes to I don't know the fan's name but uh, some fan at the Timberwolves Clippers game decided to glue their hand onto the court what an idiot (laughs) I guess we didn't have the same L 
Did we find out what they were protesting? I don't know. Don't care. Probably cat prof- getting into foul trouble. <laughs> yeah, mean. right. The one person who did not like cat being in foul trouble yeah. was this person. I do have a question. Yeah. What's the protocol if somebody actually gets stuck to the floor? Do you come out with like a little like a like one of the spackle things and try to sh- like like <laughs> like a fucking spatula just to get them off? Try to get. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Do you just pull them until their hands come off, or do you no. like cut the floor off and then put the new floorboards in? You would probably do that. <laughs> that come or a spatula or a hot gun. Come just, the, you know. Somebody has to dress up as SpongeBob and come up with a spatula. Jeez, no, that'd be that'd be hilarious. Um, my but yeah, that that goes to that fan. All right, my third L. Yeah. Now this one is unbelievable. <laughs> All right. So Jack, the guy that created Twitter. Yeah. So his first tweet was on April. I'm sorry, March 21st, 2006. Mm-hmm. Just setting up my Twitter. Somebody. <laughs> so Jack Dorsey turned that tweet into an NFT, which oh, is shit. a scam in the first place. And somebody bought it for $2.9 million. Um, that person relisted it for $48 million in an attempt to flip it for a higher value Yeah, in an auction, and it sold for $280. <laughs> so somebody spent millions of dollars on an NFT, which had no value to begin with, and then flipped it for less than $300. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what an idiot. He should be the face of this fucking segment. <laughs> the hell? Uh, who's the other guy? Darren Fox or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> Less than $300. Here's your money, kid. It's actual cash. <laughs> Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> he couldn't. He the only thing funnier is if they would have paid him in crypto. <laughs> or not Dogecoin. <laughs> Whatever doesn't exist. All right, that was a good one. All right, uh, the W's. All right, the happy ending segment. I have two. How many do you have? Two. All right. Um, I'll just do mine that came off the Glenn Rivers nonsense. Uh, B-ball Paul finally gets his wings. Uh, he was twenty-five points, six rebounds, four steals, uh, twelve of fourteen from the field. Uh, all that with five fouls on top of that. Oh, he he fouls more guys than um than Jonah Bolden used to. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it was that game we were at the game and he was fouling people left and right. Five fouls in like eight <laughs> minutes. That's why he won't get playoff minutes because he'll just foul out in the six minutes he plays. That or does like some crazy dunk that we witness and misses oh. it and he gets yanked. When he blew a tire trying to do the LeBron dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we almost left. <laughs> um. Yeah, B-Ball Paul gets my W for uh, getting his wings finally. You, you know what I would have done when he did that? Not to get sidetracked when he fake when he like died trying to do the LeBron dunk. Yeah, I would have just laid on the floor and I, like a, like pulled a hamstring or something. <laughs> uh, there's no way I'm standing up after that. Like Peter Griffin on the floor, yeah. like just, ah, grabbing my knee. All right, my first W is going to be Bill Kennedy, uh, NF, uh, NBA official. He was about to announce something about a technical foul or something, and a fan walked by the camera, <laughs> and really? he just he stared the fan down. Yeah, I sent this to you on Twitter. Let me see this. He was like, upon hey, further review. <laughs> and stared down this fan as she walked past the camera. Like in front of the camera? Yeah. How's that so? Holy shit. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this out real quick. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. How far? Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Some curly haired girl just walked right in front of the camera. He's like, my moment of truth. <laughs> my moment to shine. I love how baseball now has to call them. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I, I, overdue. <laughs> Strike. <laughs> the play is stand. Strike. I don't know. Give me something. <laughs> um, I think I have the best W of all time. That's better than mine. It has to be better than yours. I'm going to send it to you as I do this for the listeners because I think you'll appreciate this a lot more. Um. My W goes to the Iron Sheik. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but he has an Instagram as well as Twitter. He's an Instagram too. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Um, also, I just sent it to you right now on the DMs. This picture he took, a selfie of himself a week ago. And the caption, he looks great, by the way, for his age. <laughs> he doesn't look any different than he did in the 80s. He has the greatest stash, as you'll see. And it's at the real Iron Sheik on Instagram if you want to follow. I love his shirt. It's, it looks like the USA Olympics team shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Gymnastics, maybe? Track and field? Looks like the flag is wrapped to, on his right shoulder by the door. <laughs> That's support. But the caption says it all for me. I look so good. Even the Ray Charles can see me. This man can do no wrong. He's a national treasure. We should be... <laughs> we should be... Don't follow him. We should cherish him. And he then, posted. and then the next picture was the incident with Will Smith and Chris Rock. He is Will Smith slapping Hulk Hogan. Greatness. I love this man. Better than mine. My uh, my second W is uh, Ken Griffey Jr. did a Zoom interview last week, uh-huh. and his Zoom background is his trophy case with all of his gold gloves in there. Okay. It looks pretty awesome. Oh, I do see it here. Oh, dude. That does look pretty fucking cool. Imagine being that cool. <laughs> Just flying away. Yeah. What am I doing? Uh, baseball? Okay. All right. right there. Bang. We have a triumphant return. What's up? The top 10 list. Yes. I almost forgot. This Jesus. is the first time we've ever done both. Yeah, right. Um, before we get to it, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, so maybe if we introduce the segment, uh, top 10 current Philadelphia athletes, that'd be great if we just started naming <laughs> yeah, right. things and then didn't tell people what they were top 10 current Philly athletes. Um, no rhyme or reason, just top 10. Uh, do you have any honorables? Cause I have five. One. All right. Dude, um, to be honest, it, it was pretty hard to name 10. It was hard to name. Well, 10 was easy for me. It was hard to name. Number 10 was actually pretty hard for me. Ben Simmons. No. <laughs> But then my honorables, the, the five honorables were pretty easy. Okay. Current players. Yes. So Number um, one. So who was who your honorable? <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Oh, Christ. I don't have him <laughs> under. So I went 15 through 11 for my honorables. Okay. 15 is Reese Hoskins. 14 Jeez. is Aaron Nola. 13 is Tobias Harris, the catch with a friendly ghost. 12 is Ivan Provorov. And 11 was Fletcher Cox. Who's Ivan Provorov? Plays in the Flyers, which is why nobody's ever heard of him. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a cool dog. What's the over-under that I picked a Flyer? Uh, a minus, Flyer. Minus 5,000 that he didn't. Because <laughs> Giroux's gone. He was the only one he knew. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I actually had him and I just scratched it off. <laughs> he would have been third on my list if I uh, if I kept, if he were still there. 
I would, I go ten, you want to go 10 through 1? And then you go 10 through 1? Well, I mean 10, 10, oh, 9, 9. Like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But very, 1 and 2 are obvious, but it's just whichever order we have them in is going to be the hardest. Well, I don't know about 2. It's obvious, actually. Oh, interesting. Another look at it. Okay. Uh, number 10, Bebo Paul. <laughs> <laughs> He's an important player. Oh, Over I, Jalen Hurts. I, right, so I see, I see what you did here then. All right. Um, <laughs> 10 for me, I picked Carter Hart. Who? He's the Flyers goal. He's the only good player oh, on the team. <laughs> All right. Number nine, uh, Jake Elliott. Oh, boy, I forgot about Jake Elliott. Dude, uh, that kick against the Giants lives rent free in my head. Electric. They don't win when, the Super Bowl if that doesn't happen. <laughs> when they carried him off the field with his parents yeah. there. Well, it was epic. Jason Peters told him not to miss another kick or he would, like, eat him. Uh, <laughs> Basically. Oh, I forgot Lane Johnson. Uh, number nine for me is Devontae Smith. Wildly low, but okay. Fine. <laughs> Unless that's a different Smith. Two, no, no, he's appropriately low. The the, the wide receiver? Yeah. Nah. All right. Nah. Nah. Uh, let's see. B-ball Paul on your list. <laughs> hey, relax. <laughs> what number are we on? Nine? Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, Alec Bone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like I so said, you, it was very hard so for you me went, to you went with You went with the meme team here. Uh, eight for me is JT Real Muto. Like I said, I don't uh, really watch Just this. Not, not with a runner in scoring position and two outs, because then he would be 53rd. You just like him as a it's just catching I, the balls? I just like him when they when low <laughs> leverage, because that's why he's in 360 right now. He hasn't gotten a big hit in his life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be fair, like I said, I don't know too many uh, players. They would have been all Eagles or all Sixers. So that's why I wanted to be diverse. I would have had Zach F on number one, but he's probably injured. And to be fair, I did have a flyer, but... He was traded, so. Yeah, try. It still counts. <laughs> Nobody's fact-checking us. Uh, number seven? <laughs> You're going to laugh. Andre Black. Who? Oh, is that the goalie? The the goalkeeper of the Philadelphia Union. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Yes, he is. I, I already, so I showed love to the Union by putting Jim Curtin first on my coaches a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm like, who? Who's that? Uh, all right. Uh, which one are we on? Seven. Tyrese Maxey. Hmm. I like that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, number six. Big play, Darius Slay. Uh, me too. Hey, we got one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll have one more that coincides with each other. Number five. Devonte Smith. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> just cracks the top. Even his his knee brace on his elbow. Well, uh, he looks cool. He's like Gronk. He does look cool. Yeah, he just looks half his size. <laughs> he does. It's like me wearing a shooter sleeve. Watch um, when he grows into his body. He's going to be like DK Mack. <laughs> he's going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you buy a large thinking like you'll, you know, you'll grow into it. Yeah. That's exactly what's It's that. the opposite of the Jared from Subway. <laughs> um, uh, number five, I have James Harden. Really? All 350 pounds off. <laughs> what cheerleaders are on them included? Yeah, cheerleaders. They're going to hang a banner and cheerleaders for him. All right, what well, number up? Four? Hmm? Four is Tyrese Maxey. Oh. I have, Zach, <laughs> I have Zach Wheeler four. Aha, I forgot that. I didn't name really Very much. forgettable face. I don't think I've... It's hard to show love to any Phillies. Yeah. They're so underwhelming. Yeah, right now. I think we have the same top three. I think we do. Yeah. Uh, number, number three. MV3. 
Bryce Harper. Okay. I respect it. <laughs> um, and I did, and as I realize now, I didn't do it because he's number three. He just happens to be at the top three. I'll explain why I have him where I do. Okay. Number, th- number three for me is Jason Kelsey. I have him as number two. Okay, I respect that. And you? Uh, number two is Bryce Harper. Yeah, there you go. And I'll explain why I have him there in a second. Number one's obvious, right? Is it the Jared Bayless? Uh, no, dude. Are you sure? You better. If it's, you don't have, if you it's don't have Sally's beat, favorite player. I'll just say that. How do you not have him beat in your top ten? I completely forgot. I was like I said, I was struggling, and I. Completely How did you forgot. forget the most important person? In I put Charlie Brown as one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, Joel Embiid is number one. Yeah, I put Harper too. Because even though he won MVP, he hasn't been in the playoffs yet here. And Bede hasn't missed the playoffs since he joined the league. If I could, season. if I can, nah, I threw it away. But I had an original sheet. I wrote my name because we had the first same name. So I wrote my name, Joel Roman. I'm like, wait, <laughs> Joel and B, not me, you fucking idiot. I was half awake when I did it. But all right, yeah, it's a respectable list. I agree. The top three is there. Yeah, like I put him beat first because he, he's been in the playoffs every year that he's played. Except for the first year. I just like Joel and B. He's He's the most important person in the city. If it wasn't for winning a chip for uh, Kelsey, I would probably have Harper at two. Yeah. But he won a ring for us and that parade was wild. Yeah, that was And I met him in person, like literally hey, last week. Oh, you told him what time it was, right? Yeah, I told him what time it was. I felt like McLovin. Your text made me laugh because it was very innocent. I met Jason Kelsey. He asked me what time it was. I told him what time it was. He said thanks. <laughs> and he tipped me 20 bucks. Oh, he tipped me 20 bucks for telling him what time it was? <laughs> no, for carrying his bags ah, while he went to nice, take a piss. What a nice guy. That man pisses excellence. <laughs> I almost went in there like, do you need any help? <laughs> you need a spotter? <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. Blindside. It's over. All right. That was fun. Um, uh, Rob, what do we have for 51? 51. We, as we turn the page after 50 episodes. The uh, the Super Bowl 51 episode, the 28-3 episode, okay, where right. we have a really strong first three quarters of the episode and then fall apart in the fourth. <laughs> um, we're going to review this week in baseball. Uh, we're going to revisit our NBA playoff predictions and also revisit our preseason predictions, award winners, uh, overs and unders, and you know people that might surprise us. And then we'll discuss the potential that the Eagles could draft Matt Corral in the first round and talk about whether we want one or don't. Uh, speaking of Will Smith, he just hit a home run for the Dodgers. Um, next week, we will talk about all of that. Jay to let him play? There's <laughs> right, a firm just... grasp on his nuts. Um, but we'll talk about the Eagles' prospects of taking a quarterback as we approach the draft. Well, her head looks like a baseball. We'll talk a little bit about next year's QB class, which is supposedly very deep, but just nobody wants to elaborate on it. And we will... Discuss whether or not the Sixers have choked. <laughs> right? By the time we record, what, are we like three games in already? In all likelihood, they'll be down 3 0 in the series. Unfucking believable. And do you think the uh, awards will be announced? MVP? I don't know. When, when do they do that? I don't know. I think I after the first round? It's usually before the playoffs, isn't it? Because it's after the regular season. It's well, all been shoot. voted on already. It might come out tomorrow or Friday. I mean, Saturday. It'll come out midnight tonight or one o'clock. How great would it be that it comes out Saturday, Sixers host the Raptors Saturday, and B gets his trophy? That'd be cool. And then they get smacked by uh, Siakam. 
Yeah. Well, that wouldn't surprise me either. That would be a fitting way to ruin our parade. Yeah. But all right, man. This was fun. Nifty 50. Dude, can you believe it? 50 episodes in. We're here. Who thought we'd make it this far? Who'd thought? As I'm opening, who'd thought? <laughs> my Paul, my Paul Rudd. Look at us. <laughs> Just look at us. All right, guys. Um, we'll catch you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Peace.